Good evening and welcome to the latest uh, edition of the Progress with Units podcast. A little light on numbers today because somebody is out on the razzle, Mr Thorpe. He's, uh, he's not with us tonight, so uh, he's having a pint for us all, he says. Yeah. <laughs> so that's him on his bike then, <laughs> four pints. Anyway, uh, I'm here of course, Barry, and we've got Robert. How are you doing, Rob? Still depressed from Monday, but slowly but surely getting over it. Are you feeling better? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm feeling rough. I mean, <laughs> so thank you. It's long lasting, yeah, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. I've not missed a day at work though. So, oh, fair yeah, I've been soldiering on it, you know. And uh, Gareth, are you doing, Gareth? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, you were saying before that you're feeling a little bit well, it's under the time weather. Of year, a lot of people feel weather at this time of year, especially Latics fans after watching that dross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Dan, how are we doing, Dan? Hello, I'm alright, but I'm a little bit cold, as Gareth is. Right. Uh, but I'm still mostly chipper. Chipper. As usual. Chipper. Yes. Right, well, I thought we'd start off. I thought we'd start off tonight, obviously, with uh, the Newcastle game. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was a game full of incident, wasn't it, if, uh, if nothing else. Uh, I mean, just quickly from my, my point of view, I thought we started off quite well for ten minutes created a few chances, there wasn't much in it between the teams, if anything we were the better side, and then, uh, well, it, it, it all went, it all went Pete Tong, didn't it? It did. Yeah, so what did you make of that decision, Rob? Decision was, you can see why he's give it, in modern day, but for me, it's nothing more than shoulder to shoulder. Uh, the reason why he's probably give it is Cesar is probably a few inches further towards goal than Figueroa. The law is in football if on a sh- shoulder to shoulder or like a shoulder challenge. If the ball is in playable distance, and for me that ball was in playable distance and it was between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I don't think it's a, even a penalty. Never mind the red card. I mean, I, I, and as well, that's a different thing were to the letter of the law some people might say that it is a sending off surely that's got to be looked at because if it's denying a clear goal scoring opportunity which it wasn't clear because the ball's bobbling about he's got Figueroa for company he's got Ali Abzi coming out so it's not a clear goal scoring opportunity uh, but the law needs to be looked at because we're being punished by the sending off then we're being punished by the goal and now we're being punished by Figueroa being suspended for a game Saturday so that decision is terrible. Terrible, terrible decision. What did you make of it, Gareth? Taking on board a lot of what Rob said, which a lot of it is fact. There's two ways of looking at things, aren't there? I look at it this way. If it had been at the other end of the field and it had been a Newcastle player who'd done that to an Wigan attacker, would we have been shouting for a penalty? Yes, but yes, we wouldn't we would. have got it. Well, maybe we wouldn't have got it because you're implying the big team, small team bias. Mm. But I think as Wigan Athletic fans, we would have been shouting for that penalty. Absolutely. You know, had it been at the other end of the field. And I appreciate it that it was harsh, and it, it was harsh, and as Rob correctly says, we seem to have been punished threefold because of it. We keep getting ourselves into these situations, Wigan Athletic. We've given away the most penalties in the Premier League. Now, as Dan's implying, that may be because we're a little team. And a part of that may well be so. But the fact is, we keep getting ourselves in these last situations. 
and giving away penalties. So we need to be a bit so, cuter. Yes, yes. <coughs> we need to look and look, yeah. look at ourselves and stop complaining about the officials. Yeah. Though some of it may be correct, and we may be sort of this implied bias, we need to give over more about it, man up and get on with it. Yeah. And start getting some clean sheets. And I'm sorry, but I'm on my soapbox, mm. but that's my mm. opinion. Mm. I, I actually agree with that. Be before we move on to Dan, something you said there, Woodward will be uh, claiming for it. I'll say, I've just cast my mind back there a few years when we had Jason Roberts in the team, or was it Emileski? Emileski. And we played Arsenal away, and he were through, and uh, he got he, he, a very similar situation, but it was more of a shove and filled over with the referee. I don't know if anybody recalls that. I can that. tell you which game it was that, and there was actually three Stonewall penalties, what we got denied that night, and it was the semi final of the Carling Cup at yeah. Ivory. Yes. Uh, and I've watched that footage many times, and at the other end, Arsenal got one. For nothing. Yeah, if Vampers, you remember. Yeah, Vampers stuck it away. Yeah. Uh, so was that a similar? One? Was it the the one? Because that would have been Roberts that night. I think the one I'm thinking about was was uh, Emil Eske, and it was still dual in charge. It must have been the season after. Yeah. It was the season after it would have been at the Emirates as well, wasn't it? That's where it was. Where I'm thinking, and it was a similar sort of challenge to the one what you're on about, Gareth. But he was more he was more behind Eske than than at the side of him. Yeah, anyway. Well, for me, I'm going to be a bit controversial here. And I'm going to say it's a penalty every day because I think Figueroa was clumsy and he was the last man. And I think he did deny. Was it Cissé or Bar? Cissé. Cissé. Denied Cissé a goal scoring opportunity. And I have absolutely no complaints with either the penalty or the red card. And it's just one of those things. Right, I'm just going to throw that out there. We've got a split decision on the board tonight. We've got two penalty and red carders. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I thought Ali had it. I thought the ball went to Ali. Hmm. I thought Ali had the ball. Um, and I've seen it a few times, and, and, I, and I did. Hmm. You've got to factor in karma, though, I think. Because you remember back to the Reading game, Figueroa made that challenge on Jay Tab, scraped his studs down his leg. It looked like a blatant penalty. Payback. Karma. Um, yeah. We tend to ignore these things sometimes, don't yeah. we, as fans? We oh, tend we do, yeah. I mean, times when we've been yeah. dealt too harshly and forget yeah. the times we've got away with it. I remember one particular incident, Everton. We were complaining about the referee in the Everton game, and let's face it, we got away with one there, didn't we? The goal was, could have been offside. Yeah, Everton it? have had some pretty bad decisions against them as well this yeah. season. So it's any team, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think it balances itself out, though. I can't agree with that. I, no. I do think we get more against us than we have for us. And I think that, again, that is probably a fact. If you look through all the decisions over the years, it's definitely not balanced. It balanced well, uh, in our favour, anyway. We've given away the most penalties. And I think I'm correct in saying Manchester United are the team that have received the most penalties. So Big club, little club. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Suppose you'd have to take into consideration Man United do a lot of attacking at yeah. home as well. There is that. Yeah, and our defenders do a lot of scramble defensing, don't they? Yes. Like, yeah, absolutely. They scramble a lot. Right, anyway, we could talk, talk this to the death, couldn't we? One thing that intrigued me, or, or not intrigued me, annoyed me, if I'm being honest, was uh, as soon as the sending off had taken place, uh, James MacArthur stripped off, and we got him ready to ring on, but it was 10 minutes before he came on, and he scored. 
And it was obvious that position needed needed filling. We had Bossajor went to left back. It was far too deep. He was turning inside on himself. He didn't know what he was doing. It, it, it was sort of unfair on him. We've gone one nil down, and then the first, the last thing you've got to do is, is concede within the next sort of ten minutes. And we did, and that's what we did. We fell apart after that sending off. And Martinez should have corrected that a lot quicker. Within, I'm talking immediately. He should as soon as that sending off happened. Get warm on the pitch within a couple of minutes, yeah. uh, and it didn't happen. And that's, I mean, the goal. When you look at the goal, I think Ali Abzit probably should have done a lot better with it. He's permed it back in the path. Who was it? I can't even remember. Caesar. Santon had the shot. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Shot. but he's permed it straight back in the path of the play, mm. and, and you know it's three mistakes in three games, but he's set mm. at standards so high. That were probably nitpicking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this counts as a low point, doesn't it? It, it does. Yeah. Alan's his career at Wigan. Of course it does. But I think because he's set that bar, so yeah. like we're expect our expectations of him. Are, are oh, a lot, yeah. lot I know. Uh, but hopefully he get his head screwed on for Saturday. You know? yeah. yeah. As you said, I agree with. I was going to say exactly what Rob said. Also, the fact we were all over the place the goal, and as Barry says and Rob says, we should have brought the guy to give us a more solid shape straight away ASAP get him up sort it out let's, let's regroup type of thing mm. but for me when Stanton picked that ball up just inside our half and brought further into our half basically watched by James McCarthy I've watched it several times and it makes me ill watching it I don't know what he's thinking James McCarthy he's sort of looking at him watching him run always shot and as you said the way that Ali perfectly cushioned it, but he couldn't set it up better for him, could he? It was, oh, a, yes. it was a mistake, of course. Yeah. And given these usual high standards, we've got to accept that anybody makes mistakes. And as I said, I think James McCarthy was, well, we were in panic, panic mode at that stage. You know, he wasn't doing what he would probably normally do. You know, no. Close the guy down, make it hard for him. Uh, no, it was poor defending and, and poor goalkeeping for me. 2-0 two 2-0 nil. Two nil. Game over 2-0 yes. <laughs> Caldwell seemed to go off go off, off the rails at that point didn't he he was like uh, he went mental <laughs> he absolutely scythed through the back of the man uh, to receive his yellow card and then there was a second incident wasn't there quite near our own penalty area where he chopped somebody else down and you would have thought it would have been if he hadn't been booked I think that would have been a yellow card yeah but oh, also oh sorry terrible Playing on the referee's mind a little bit is, oh, I've just sent Figueroa off. Second half, though, was a different kettle of fish altogether. Changed it with Lopez, didn't he? Brought Lopez on, Dan. Yeah, we looked a bit more coherent, I thought. Not just at the back, but all over the pitch. And I don't know if some of that was down to the fact that Newcastle were a little bit nervous. I don't know. They started backing off a little bit. They weren't quite the same attacking side as they were in the first half, more circumspect, I thought. I think it's the effect of those losses. They've had a terrible November. I don't think they won a single game in the Premier League in November. No. And that definitely played on the mind in that second half. I know you didn't watch the second half, did you, Gareth? I've been busy over the last couple of days and not been able to watch, watch the match live, so I've yeah. had to watch the rerun of the Monday night football and I felt sick after 21 minutes and I couldn't watch any more. Yeah. I will do tomorrow in the cold light of day, but... Yeah. No. Well, second half, I mean, a, a far better performance, Rob. Uh, I thought Stam... Stan was quite outstanding and Boyce at the back uh, were brilliant. Yeah, Stan for me, uh, he was a major sort of attacking threat. 
he, he put a few, few decent balls in. There was one or two what went astray, uh, but he did look so dangerous down that right hand side. And like Dan and you've already said, Barry, they look nervous, Newcastle. But on the other hand, I think the two nil up at home against ten men, they're not going to force the issue. They let us have possession sort of in our own half, and then they did sort of press us when we got within their half. Um, but they did nerves def- definitely did play a part for them. But I think they always knew we're going to take a chance at some point, and they try and hit us on the break. And I think the third goal, though, to be honest, was, it was a cracking finish. But well, it was a worldie, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was a, a yeah. outstanding finish. But Is it first game? First game was it? That? Yeah, I've never seen him yeah. before. I, I can't remember his name. Bigiramani. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. He looks, uh, he looks a decent player, but yeah. it can do sometimes te- against ten men. You're up against, you're chasing the game. There's a lot of space for him, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but unfortunately, we just couldn't create enough sort of clear cut chances yeah. with our ten men to get back in it. But I think if we would have got a goal. So before sort of like seventieth minute, seventy fifth minute, we, it probably could have changed it because they looked really nervous. Well, so, yeah, talking about that, we, I mean, we had, we had a, an opportunity that I can remember, which was totally fluff. We had a free kick right on the edge of the box. Dave Jones stepped up, and I was thinking to myself, he's going to have a bash. Is he going to put it on Bosch's head? Or, you know, and uh, no, it ended up going all the way back to Ali, which I found quite unbelievable. Then Ali ended up playing it out to a full-back, whoever it was, who, who dropped back. And he got tackled by a Newcastle player and we nearly ended up conceding from a free kick on the edge of the box, which I thought, it, it was a bit surprising. And also, I thought it was, a, it was a bit, if I'm being perfectly blunt, it was a bit shit as well. It's not the sort of thing you expect to see, is it? Well, I don't know if it's a byproduct of our passing play that Martin is, the continental style that he likes to play. Uh, I think at some points we're guilty of indirectness. Like, for example, ten seconds before the half-time mark, we won a free kick, and surely you'd think, oh, get it in the early. There's no chance of them breaking and scoring, pretty much, because you've got one chance and that's it. But instead we passed it backwards. We passed up on the opportunity of trying to score a goal. I remember. That was right on half-time, wasn't it? Yes. And the referee almost blew up straight away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like we wanted the half-time whistle. That was happy for 2-0. Yeah, because yeah. we, we was a bit out of sorts, we was all over the oh. place really. Whether we thought we need regroup here, but it's still no excuse. You're in a football game, you're trying to score goals, that's yeah. the 2-0 game. Mm. There have been many occasions watching Wigan, like Dan says, the style of Martin is the way he encourages passing football. At corners and free kicks, sometimes you've got to have a go. Well, get it in there, get it in the mix. You know, maybe a percentage of the time we should do that rather than all this pass, pass, pass. Mm-hmm. Which well, we've had it in the mix, haven't we? And Ramis scored. Yeah, off one, mm. one of those, and that was a, a cracking ball in from Borussia. A bit of movement, and it was in the back. But of I don't think we do it often enough. To be no, no. I mean, I understand that they mix it all, but uh, you know, you, like you say, yeah. you might want now and again to to see something going in, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, actually, in the first half on Monday. I noticed we were playing quite a lot of long balls, actually, up from our labs at corner. On a few occasions, it very nearly worked. Yeah, I'm thinking about corner. Now, I noticed on one or two of the forums, he's coming for a little bit of stick. Now, I still think he's a brilliant player. But I'm just wondering whether the coaches have sussed him. You know that like, early in the season, he got the ball with his back to their goal on the halfway line. 
he turned and he was away weren't he now against Newcastle and, and again against Reading they were sort of cutting that out a little bit they was close to him and they was, wasn't allowing him to turn so I mean it is the Premier League isn't it when we've got really good coaches in opposition maybe he's just getting sussed a little bit against Reading I remember they were sticking one in front and one behind but what that's doing is freeing up space for other players well yeah so of course that, so that it does work in that respect his first touch ain't great I think that's plain to see but what he does after that his strength holding the ball up his link up play I think is exceptional and I think he's a very sort of he's more of a thinker he's an intelligent player as, as much as he is mm. aggressive mm. but yeah I, I'd have to say I can't see why he's getting pelters no no I th- well I think he'll be sorely missed in January when he goes playing for uh, the average course in that, in that yeah you've had a go call um, I don't want to have a poke at any individual. I want to just do a collective comment if that's all right. Uh-huh. I mean, we know, as Latic fans, we watched us win seven of the last nine last season. We know we can do it. And for Wigan Athletic to do it at the highest level, we need everybody to be giving the best and contributing 100%. And I have to say, how many of our team can say they're doing that? How many have been below their level at many occasions during this season? Mm. And how many have been attaining that level? Do we think some of them have been carrying little knocks and injuries? It affects it. Like Maloney. I mean, for me, Maloney, yeah. we, he's our key player yes. in, in the way we play. Now, and he wasn't, he didn't look like he was firing all cylinders up to his injury layoff. There was, no. You know, he weren't turning mm. as it was. Maybe that's been affecting one or two players. I know De Santos had a, a niggling injury as well. Yeah, and it doesn't help when you've got four of your first. <clears throat> it doesn't help when you've got three of your first choice defenders out. Going to say that? defenders? Yeah. It will be four on Saturday because we'll be missing Figueroa. We'll be missing Caldwell, Alcaraz, and who's the other one? Rubbish. Ramis. Yes. Ramis. Yes. Or Ramis, as, as, as they pronounce it. Ivan Ramis. Yeah, do, uh, yeah, we'll come to that afterwards, but I just wondered if we'd change our formation. We'll come to that afterwards. I think we've done Newcastle to death, though, do you? I yes. mean, the more we talk about yeah. it, the more. The worse I can, it's going to get. And the, I can see the clouds uh, hanging over us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Then, no, Sorry, no, it's, it's not. It's all of us, isn't it? Yeah. Even then, kids were knocking on window. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Yeah. Yeah. We're allowed to keep it out. Yeah, but before we do, before we do, uh, I've, I've noticed today on the on, on Goal.com that uh, Roger Espinosa has been has been speaking about joining the Latic, subject to his uh, his work permit being granted. He's got a two two and a half year deal. He said uh, Martinez wants him to be a, a helping midfielder I don't know if that's he meant to say holding midfielder but he said a helping midf- midfielder but do we think he's going to be a good signing I've seen him a few times uh, Olympics World Cup he's a tough tackling midfielder sits in front of the back four he's in the sort of Palacios mould Envy Thomas mould very similar to those sort of players really so we can expect a few cards coming his way definitely a few cards it won't be long before he's suspended (laughs) Uh, especially the way he looks going yeah yeah, he looks half decent well we've had 
a good record with the Hondurans, haven't we? Yeah. Mena Figueroa's been outstanding for us, you know, and if he turns out to be half as good a signing as Mena has been, I'll be delighted. Yeah. Uh, as you say, Rob, what I've read about him on you and seen on YouTube and things, he seems a tough tattling midfielder. But he's also got an eye for goal. There's a few clips on YouTube of him scoring some good goals as well. So yeah. Didn't he score against Brazil in the Olympics? He did. He did, yeah. He was cracking goal too, wasn't it? I remember that because I put a tweet out at the time saying, Bobby, sign him up. He has. And that's why he signed yeah. him. <laughs> at because he reads my It's the <laughs> longest sort of transfer in history to go through because I think we've been linked with this guy for Absolutely, the yeah. last 12 months haven't we? Him and yeah. Johnny Palacios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it weren't as long as Zakis. That was some transfer saga that was. Was that longer was it? It felt like yeah. Right so Roger Espinosa, welcome. Welcome to Wigan Athletic. You're gonna be a good one. It looks it anyway. It looks it looks like it looks Mexican to me. I know it's from from Honduras but you know that like like those middleweight fighters, those Mexican middleweight <laughs> fighters, and the like Pacquiao and that, yeah. tough as yeah. tough as out boots, and he'll give you a good pasting. And, and we need that yeah, in absolutely. our team, don't we? Yeah. That, that bit of steel, bit of steel. He could do with an haircut. Oh, no, it's all right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you might get some adverts, you know, head and shit like L'Oreal. <laughs> yeah, L'Oreal, David Ginella, 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 Ginella. Um, getting too frivolous. QPR's in town on Saturday. Got played them many times, which surprised me. I mean, I thought they'd been hanging around the lower reaches of the lower divisions at some points with us, but not really. We played them eight times, and our record reads two wins, three draws, three losses. So it's pretty even, isn't it? Uh, go back to last season, corresponding fixture last season. Uh, we played them third game in. We had two draws, Drew with Swansea and Norwich, and then, uh, or Norwich and then Swansea, and on came QPR. Got our first win of the season with a De Santo double, if I remember it well. Deflecto. That's, yeah. That was his nickname after that. Though the dubious goals committee awarded both goals to Franco, so. Good. So yeah. they should. So, and they did, and they did. And they were bloody awful. They were an awful team last season, QPR. And this season they're no different. That was before the transfer window, wasn't it, though? It was, I think. It was ending, yeah, it was about to end. It was the very end of August, yeah. the last weekend. It was either the 29th or the 30th we played them. So it was, there was a day or two left. And they had a rush of signings, didn't they? Yes. Afterwards. Did they have Wright Phillips? They didn't have Wright Phillips then, did they? They got him after, or did they? I yeah, don't they, know. Got, they, did, got, they got him after, yeah, did yeah. Or if they did sign him, he couldn't get registered in time for the game. No. But he's not played though, was he? He, I know he played last week and he was awful. Yeah. He's got the worst goal to shot ratio in the Premier League. Oh, you said it now, Rob. You've said it. <laughs> He'll have two chances to score three goals. Yeah, well, not going off last week. I don't no. think he saw the chances, but no. shocking. We've, uh, Wigan Athletic, that is, have ended too many records. Lack of goal scoring, lack of away wins, yeah. lack of wins, and all the rest of it. I hope we're not going to end another one on Saturday because they haven't won off it in the Premier League this season, QPR. I hope that's one record we keep intact. Yeah, we? well, I, I, we do, we're doing things in, in pairs this year. You know, we l win two on the bounce, we lose two on the bounce. Uh, we've lost two on the bounce now, so uh, we're not doing anything in threes, apart from Yardy Gomez. So I fully expect us to get at least a point. For me, a point to do. What would it do is a defeat. I think if we get a defeat, it'll turn us on our heads, and we don't want that. Not been in the bottom three all season. Let's just not even think about it. So yeah, QPR. I mean, for me, uh, 
got some cracking individual players, but there's just not a team at all. Yeah, it says a lot actually that in the last few podcasts, I don't know if you cut those bits out, but we ended up talking about QPR even though we weren't playing them for a few more weeks. It was as if we were looking forward to this game as far back as a month ago. Uh, but we were t- I think it was myself that mentioned they've got quite a lot of quality on the bench that they aren't using. Yeah. So there's something up there. Well, the thing is, though, since uh, Julius Caesar, does he play from Julius Caesar? <laughs> he's very unkeeper, isn't he? Yeah, he's injured, so we've got Rob Green in. Uh, he's not very good. Well, <laughs> he's, I mean, uh, he's never had the best of times against Latics, has he? Mm. Because he's, he's let in one or two fluky goals against us when he, in his West Ham days, so hopefully uh, he'll have another poor performance. Who do we see as the danger man? Anybody, any ideas? Toots? Well, I'd, if Tarrat's on it, he's good, but there's too many days he's not turning up, or he just can't be asked. Yeah. But like I say, they're just not a team. Collectively, they've got some. They've got good individuals, but to, to collectively as a team, they've just never got going. Have they? No, and the team players for me are players like Clint Hill, uh, Mackie, um, Jerry, but they're crap. If you know what I mean. So, so the crap players are the team players, and the good players aren't team players like CC and 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 the others, the other mm. lads, Zamora, Granero. Yeah, they, they, they like they're there for themselves, aren't they? Bayer. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I think yeah, so. Beer. 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 Yeah. Beer. Midfield lad. Yeah. yeah, he's suspended yeah. for Saturday. Is he? Yeah. Part G song. Well, he, was, he was very good at United and he's not done anything at Queen's He had good players around him, didn't he? Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's part of the team as well. His team ethic was fantastic, wasn't it, with United? Yeah, he, a lot of running, didn't it? Yeah. It's like a mini. Sorry. I was going to say. I was going to say it's like a mini NBA All Stars team, isn't it? You've got all the individual talent, but. They only come together like for that one or two games at the end of the season. Well, yeah, so they don't come together on Saturday. Yeah, let's hope not. That's one thing what Redknapp will do, isn't it? Is get some sort of team spirit going, a togetherness, yeah. uh, a bit of cohesion, because that's what they've been lacking. And let's face it, they've been so poor so far this season. If we, like I said, a draw wouldn't be the end of the world Saturday, given the circumstances with all their injuries and couple of suspensions, I mean, we've not got anything like a, a sort of defence really, have we, for this Saturday? No. But I think our possession football might sort of uh, still edge it in our favour. One thing I'd like to see on Saturday, as I may have mentioned before, I'm very disappointed in the fact that we've only managed two clean cheats out of our 15 games, and I'd like it to be three on Saturday. If, if I'd like to, us to set out and try and keep a clean sheet. I mean, we set off every game drawing. Every team does. So the least you should expect is to draw. Mm. Well, I said it before the City game, and I'm going to say it again. This patched together back three will do very well again, not to concede, I think. Yeah. I think we will concede. But it's just a case of scoring more than they do. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I was worried about Lopez coming in, but he's, he's, it surprised me. He's done oh, well. Yeah. He's done very well. Yeah. And Boyce has done well back there. But who's the third man? Who is the third man? Golubar, I think he's going to go with, judging by the, the defence. Yeah. Um, he's available. Or, will, like you said, got mentioned earlier, will he change the system? I don't think he will. I think he likes this wing-back system. And especially, given the sort of game Stam had Monday, I think he's got to sort of stick with that. Bors is your Stam real going to cause QPR a lot of problems for me. Yeah, it, well, Bors is yours, what? 
I mean, if you're thinking of pulling pulls a show back there, he's he's, he's wasted, isn't he? He's wasted. Yeah. And he's uh, was that street you then? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was surprised. I mean, you don't usually get a street yeah, on a podcast, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A radio show. especially in December. <laughs> well, well, well. Anyway, oh, <laughs> be chiller. <laughs> well, good grief. Well, we carried on, didn't we? We did, we, we did. did. <laughs> got a crack on, didn't you? <laughs> so, yeah, Boaster's your, um, Boaster's your, for me, it'd be wasted. I mean, he drops him to sort of that left, left spot, didn't he, when, when Figgy went off and he didn't know what he was doing. He got himself into all what sorts of Jones? Is there any mileage in putting Jones, that back, that sort of left centre-back <laughs> position? I don't think so. No? I don't think. I don't know. I think if maybe to fill in one game for Saturday, possibly. Mm, just a thought. But yeah. I don't know if it, is is he is he good enough defensively? I don't know. I know he, he's, he's a decent sort of defensive, all that sitting player. But has he got the, the tactical knowledge yeah. to to be a centre half? Because it's yeah. a completely different sort of. You you know you, you, where David Jones is. Is used to having balls played in the games in front of him a lot. I don't know if, if he if he'd struggle with the ball going in behind him and stuff like that. So whether he can cope with that, and it's, it's the pace as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been either being able to read it in that position, yeah. so you don't need to rely on your pace or have the pace to get yourself into trouble. He's, he's not got that, has he? Yeah. I'd hope that either Ramis or Ocker has a, a, a fit enough, me. I'd hope. I really do hope. Has Alcaraz come out of hiding then? I don't know, I've not heard nothing. Him and Crusats, I think they've uh, yeah. they've done one, haven't they? Uh, Crusats and Alcaraz, as we were discussing pre-record, was that the uh, the return date for both of them keeps getting put back a week on uh, physioroom.com, which is normally reliable sort of source. Yeah. Uh, whether there's something in that, uh, who knows, but it's slightly worrying, considering of a current injury situation and it was only sort of a, was it hamstring uh, what Alcaraz had groin it was groin. a groin injury yeah it's been eight what three month four months yeah now, September wasn't it doesn't seem no. something not right there to yeah. but he missed this stage last season didn't he he picked up an injury at Swansea, Swansea yeah. and then he was out until almost Christmas he came back though didn't he and it aggravated it and went out again but we're in a bit of a we're in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, we're really really against the wall. Aren't we? Yeah. Well, about a month ago, we had an embarrassment of riches, didn't we? We were saying, "Oh well, Alcaraz comes back. How's he going to get back in the team?" Yeah. He's walking it. <laughs> yeah, obble, obble into it. We've we, we was played a little bit with the referee on on Monday nights, even if you don't think it was a sending off. Some of the decisions were, oh, if you do think it was a sending off, he got that right. Some of his other decisions were a little bit, a uh, little bit it's a mess. Uh, and, and then just when you don't think it could get any worse, our old mate, Phil Dowd, is going to be officiating this game on Saturday. So what do we think of Phil Dowd? I actually think, this is just my little, that when we first got in the Premier League, he was absolutely awful, Phil Dowd, and especially for us, I remember, a terrible game at Blackburn when uh, John Fyland got cleaned out. There was, there was an assault on John Fyland, and he still gave the goal for Blackburn. I've already mentioned that Arsenal away, United away, we've been done a few times by him. But I thought it'd come on a little bit. 
until we went to United last last Boxing Day, and it was all over again. But he did rep us against United at all when we beat him. He didn't have any decisions to make. That's why United didn't get a kick for ninety minutes. No, they? and he did disallow. <laughs> he did disallow the goal, which Moses sort of that yeah. was the linesman. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. that was yeah. he flagged the linesman flagged, and then Dodge gone over yeah. had a word with him and then charts it off so I don't think you can really point the finger on this occasion Phil 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 you know he used to be a pit man Phil did he yeah. he did I and, and when the miners went on strike when Thatcher uh, got them all out on strike that's when he did his uh, his refereeing stuff when he did his refs exams so if anybody's to blame for Phil though it's Thatcher oh, <laughs> I'm happy with blaming Thatcher yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's hope he has a good game on Saturday. Yeah. And gives us a bit of something. Would he's a character, isn't he? Yeah. Which, whatever way you look at it, he's a character. Um, not a very nice character. Yeah. But he's a I was going to say, it's a, just a kind way of saying it's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few choice words, but. Yeah. Starts of this, this season, he, he, he got suspended, didn't he? Because he weren't fit enough. <laughs> yeah, his little porky belly. And uh, he had to get himself up. He failed his fitness tests. Yeah. So he had to get. Uh, it's 49 now, so they finish at 50, don't they? There's no age limit now. They, oh, they changed that yeah. last season, uh, as long as you fa- pass the fitness test. <laughs> well, they didn't, yeah. did it. Well, okay, that's right, because Mark Olsen's 51, isn't he? Yeah. And he refed us last week, yeah. yeah. So, Phil Dowd, is he our favourite ref or, or least favourite? Least. Least, definitely. No, no brainer. No. Worst, worst ever. Anyway, right, so let's have some predictions for Saturday. Um, I'll start us off. And I'll go for a cheeky 1-0 win for the Latics. I think it's going to come. I'm going to win Gar- go with Gareth. Clean sheet. Dodgy defence. We're going to get a clean sheet, though. And we're going to do a 1-0. Well, GPR are awful. Uh, <laughs> and it, if we don't get anything from this game, it's looking gloomy, isn't it, with the current situation. I can't see us keeping that clean sheet, unfortunately. I wish I could say that we would. Um I think we'll do them to you on the possession football. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm sick of losing. If I'm, just, I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of seeing us lose this season. That's nine. Nine's too many for me. I'm sorry. Uh, but hopefully, we're going to win on Saturday. Keep a clean sheet. Two nil for me. I think if we had a full team available, a full squad available, we'd absolutely slaughter them. But because of the problems we've got at the back. I think it's going to be a, another high-scoring game. I think it's going to be 4-3, Wigan. 4-3? 4-3. Well, what's, is it desperate situations? Do we need to get something? We need, no, we don't. I, I don't think so. It won't it's too, matter. It's, I mean, look at our situation last season. We were rock bottom, February. Mm. <laughs> we finished uh, 15th. How many point, I can't remember how many points exactly above the relegation zone. I mean, we don't want to be doing the new Dini act again, but I don't think it's panic stations straight away if we lose. We cannot rely on the fact that in the second half of the season we're going to be better. Other teams may well be better. This year may not be the Houdini Act. This year we may have a bad second half of the season. So the earlier we get the points on the board, and given the start that we've had, realistically we should, for me be in a better position than we are in and I think to rely on what you might get later is wrong let's get the points on the board we're playing the bottom of the league 
alright, we're struggling for players, but when your back's against the wall, that's when men stand up and be counted. Get in there, get them beaten. Get in there and get them beaten. Get stuck in there, just not in the penalty area, man. <laughs> yeah, probably not anyway, look, he's not there. He's not there. Right, yeah, Norwich up next weekend as well, so that's a tough, tough game to follow. Obviously, we'll talk about that next week. And hopefully, we're a lot more positive after the last three points. So, we'll wrap it up there. And uh, the streak has gone now. I think it was a bit cold because there wasn't much dangling. <laughs> it's been escorted away by a policeman. Yes, laughing, the laughing policeman. Yes. Right, so uh, it's a good night from me. It's a good night from us. Thank good you. night.